You're listening to The Parking Podcast. Views and opinions are my own. Welcome back to another episode of The Parking Podcast. Happy holidays. Today, I want to talk about ways parking has given back during the holidays. So I'm talking about toys for tots, food for fines. Uh, We have a few examples here from previous episodes. So I'm going to play those for you now. The first one is Toys for Tots. This is with Larry Cohen, Executive Director at Lancaster Parking Authority, where he discusses a time he implemented Toys for Tots. Thank you, sir. Yeah. So tell us a little about this Toys for Tickets, kind of how it worked and just maybe some feedback you gotten or publicity and do you recommend it for, for other listeners? Yeah, we did it many years ago. Probably in, in my career, it's probably gone back about 20 years. And it's number one, it's it's wonderful to see other organizations in the country do similar types of programs. The nice thing with doing it in the university environment is we got the buy-in from registrars and, and other organ, you know, other departments to say if students didn't pay their parking tickets, they couldn't graduate. So there's no better incentive than to say, if you don't pay your parking ticket, you're not going to graduate. So we tried to lighten the the blow on them and say, and do the Toys for Tickets program uh, geared around the holidays, benefiting um, the U.S. Marines uh, Toys for Tots program. And it's just just a wonderful opportunity. You know, I, I can't get the picture out of my mind of just hundreds of toys lining our lobby of our office. So it's, it, it was really a nice way to you know, serve the community, help the students pay off their debt in, in a better way. Yeah. What, you know, that's kind of why they go to university to learn and what, what a great learning lesson or just, uh, I don't know. I, I just think that's so cool. Similar to our foods for find programs, getting students involved. Man, what a great program. So toys for tickets, food for fines. I just thought we'd highlight a a few of these case studies. Larry, thanks so much for sharing that. Have a great week. Thank you, Isaiah. Happy holidays, everyone. This portion is from one of my very first episodes, I think number two, with Gary Means, Executive Director from the Lexington Parking Authority. We discuss food for fines where people brought in canned food during the holidays to erase parking tickets, food for fines. The other one I see in my list, I have the food for fines. That's probably the most famous of all of them, I guess, most that got the most publicity. But tell us about food for fines and the work that Lex Park has done bringing food for people in need. Sure. Thanks. That one's um, really near and dear to my heart, but I can't take credit for it a lot of times because I'm sort of the spokesperson or the face of our organization. People will say, Gary, that's great, or congratulations, Gary, but it's really a team effort, and it actually came out of staff meetings where some of our staff had seen a city, and one in particular was Boston, Massachusetts, had ran a program called Toys for Tickets, playing off the Toys for Tots campaign, and we knew about that, and then we knew a couple of universities had food for fines that they had ran, and so we put both um, kind of an idea for either one and took that before our board. And in all their wisdom, they selected the food for fines route, not to take away from toys, but the basic necessity of life, one of is food. And so just a, it seemed like a turns out to really be a perfect storm between people hate getting tickets, but people love helping those in need. And so um, food for fines came about from that conversation. And the way it works is 15 food items or 15 cans of food 
I'm sorry, 10 cans will get you $15 off any parking citation. And you can do that in multiples of 10. Um, so for a $100 fire hydrant or $250 ADA, you can bring in as many cans as it takes to get that parking citation taken care of. So is there a record, like, is there one person that brought in just a wagon full of food because they had that many parking <laughs> oh, Just about. I mean, our guys have had to take the dolly out to help people. They'll have a trunk full. One person rolled in a, a, a huge suitcase full of cans once. I think some, I feel like it's been in the, in the hundreds, like 250, 300 so cans, something like that for the largest one. But people have, I think it takes 70 something to pay off that $250 ADA. And we've had a couple of those paid for. That's amazing. What were the total efforts all in all the last, what, how well, long have you been doing this? Maybe five some, years? Yeah, it's, this has been our fifth year that we did in 2018 um, during the holiday season. Uh, we average something like 8,000-ish, seven to 8,000 food items a year. Altogether, we've had over 39,000 food items, which is like 38,000 pounds of food. And the God's Pantry Food Bank, who we work with, told us that we've, in those five years, donated what amounts to over 30,000 meals. So we're really excited to be a part of something like that. That's amazing. All from people making donations to pay off parking tickets. 38,000 pounds. Was it 19 tons, 19 tons? That's amazing. Yes, exactly. And it's, it's kind of cool because it, anybody that's involved with collections knows that you don't typically collect everything. And there's probably a lot of people out there that might have a ticket or two that maybe doesn't get into your collections criteria or your booting scofflaw type criteria, and they're just not going to pay you. But they hear about something like this and they kind of come out of the woodwork. And um, some, some, I would just encourage some organizations are always a little bit, well, you know, how big of a, a dent is this going to make? It really doesn't affect the bottom line like you think it does, but it affects good PR and it affects your community in such a great way that it's really a no-brainer to run a program like this. Yeah. And I think it shows the human side of the parking people. You know, I think, like you said, brings people out of the woodworks that normally would not be in the parking office that have a negative connotation associated with the parking. And then they're in there, your guys helping them load and, and deliver this, these canned foods. I think it's such a good thing for Lexington and Lex Park. And the last one was from an episode with Brandy Stanley, parking services manager with the city of Las Vegas. I don't have a cool name for it yet, but it's a really cool initiative. Citizens could bring in school supplies to get tickets reduced or dismissed. So listen here. Speaking of customer service, I recently read, I'm not sure if you deal with the parking ticket and collections, but I read an article kind of going viral about in Las Vegas, you can pay your parking tickets off with school supplies. Is this something that you're a part of? Yeah, actually, we, uh, we've been running this program twice a year for three years, believe it or not. And we do it during the holidays for toys or food donations. And then we also do it during the summer for school supplies. And we actually created this, we it, rewrote it into the city's ordinance, a municipal code based on a recommendation from one of our council, one of our council people that thought it would be a good idea. So we decided that we would get on board with it. We wrote the ordinance and we've been running it for three years. And for some reason, this particular time, it must've gotten picked up by, by the right news, news outlet. And it just went viral, which has been really, really exciting for my staff. They're so excited about all the, the attention that it's getting. And the city is really excited too, because above all, regardless of how many tickets are paid off or anything like that, it is 
the number one benefit of this program is positive PR for your parking program, which we can all use as much of as we can get. Absolutely. I recommend every parking organization that does parking mm-hmm. tickets and collection do this. I've seen Toys for Tickets, where mm-hmm. around the holiday, you donate toys. I've seen Food for Find, you know, you donate canned foods and get rid of your parking tickets. Mm-hmm. We, we need a cool slogan for, uh, for, for school supplies. What is it? Uh, We've got to think of a cool one there. Yeah, I don't think we figured that one out, but so far it hasn't seemed to impede it, but it would be, it would be neat to have a catchy, catchy phrase for it. We're going to have to do a bonus for our listener who comes up with the catchy phrase. So how does it work? They uh, you know, bring in $15 of school supplies and we'll wave off $15 in parking tickets? Uh, how does the system work? So we wrote it to be a donation program, not an amnesty program. So there's a huge difference between the two. One is cities ah. that tend to run amnesty programs, typically what they'll do is they'll say, okay, we'll waive all your late fees, just come in and pay your tickets off so we can get them off the books. And if you run those often enough, people, people learn that they don't have to pay their tickets. They can just wait for the amnesty, next amnesty program and pay them off. So that's not what we wanted to do. We wanted it to be a donation program. So the parameters are that you have to bring in new school supplies in this case, provide a receipt, and the amount on the receipt has to match the amount of the citation. And you can only use, we, you can only do it with current citations. So you can't, once again, you can't wait five years and then pay off all your parking tickets at the same time. It's really, it requires extra effort on the part of the customer. They have to really want to donate and participate in the program. Yeah. But people that are against the man or, or whatever, they're, you know, it's just a great avenue. Again, mm-hmm. it's that positive PR. I think it's, I think it's great. I like how you explain the difference between amnesty and donation. So that's pretty neat. And like, what kind of results have you seen? Do you guys measure it? Or do you guys turn this into a charity and they keep track? Or how does that work? So each time we run the program, we select a partner. So the first time we did it, we selected a partner called SafeNest, which was a nonprofit organization that provides services to victims of domestic violence. So the next time we ran it, we partnered with an organization that provides services to homeless teens that are in school. So each time we run it, we select a different partner. This time we chose the Teachers Exchange, which is basically a highly discounted warehouse of school supplies, because as you know, a lot of teachers have to buy a lot of their own supplies. So typically what our partner does is they'll provide the bins, they'll, they will, the bins for all the donations, and they will, you know, do some of our advertising and they'll, they'll come and pick it up at the end of the donation period. And what we found so far is that participation isn't as high as we would like it to be. This, so far this, this time, we've had, I think, 26 or 27 citations that have been disposed of uh, using donations. And that's by far the highest results we've gotten. So it doesn't get a high level of participation. But what we found is that staff will come in and donate. Other city departments will come in and donate. And this time, BIC... Bick actually called earlier earlier this week and said they wanted to do a five thousand dollar donation of supplies. Uh, they said they're doing some advertising and saying we're going to skip the citations, but we want to participate, so they're going to donate. And our local Office Max is setting up packages of you know this is a twenty dollar package in their store, so you can actually go into the store and pick up a package that you can then bring down to us and pay your citation. Oh, that's really cool. Well, first yeah. of all, kudos to Bick for for taking the initiative there. Right. Cool. So it's like if a parking ticket's twenty five, they'll have a package of twenty five dollars worth of material. You you just buy that and bring it down. Mm-hmm. 
Really neat. So congrats uh, to you, uh, Brandy, for that initiative. That's really cool and uh, happy to get more uh, positive exposure to the parking industry. Yeah, we hope uh, we, I've had calls with a number of cities that are actually interested in doing it. I think I talked to the Philadelphia Parking Authority this morning. And um, so hopefully we'll see more of the programs because I think they really are beneficial. They put our entire industry in a much more positive light. So, Absolutely. That's a wrap. Hope that inspires you during the holidays to give back. Maybe think about implementing something cool like this. Or let me know what are some other cool things your city or your university or parking organization has done to give him back during the holidays. Thanks again for listening. Happy holidays. This episode is brought to you by Parker Technology, the customer experience solution of choice in the parking industry. Parker's solution puts a virtual ambassador in every lane to help parking guests pay and get on their way in under a minute. Parker helps capture revenue, provides better customer service, enables your staff to focus on other on-site tasks, and keeps traffic moving, all according to your business rules. With the Parker solution, you'll also enjoy access to real-time call data and recordings. Learn more at helpmeparker.com slash parkingpodcasts.